Ponders, today I am joined here with my friend Nicole. We've only met once, but I already knew it at an instant the time that we met. I already really liked her and we could really, really connect and the things we talked about, I already knew that I wanted her um, on this podcast and she's such an enlightened and kind individual. And one of the discussions we had together on the day we met was a topic that was very touchy, but something we both can relate to. And I was surprised how open she was about it and even myself and we somehow ended up talking about our experience with sexual harassment, sexual assault, catcalling and from hearing each other's stories I knew I wanted to put it in this podcast and while planning this episode together we actually ran into a direction that seemed more interesting and engaging and of course a girl can um, just nag for days about the disrespect we can get from the streets and in this world and just go really feminist but the feeling we have within or, or you know the situations we found ourselves in was the feeling of vulnerability so in this episode we will be talking about situations that we have had um, and the feelings of vulnerability the difficult times where we were scared and we were just very vulnerable to the world and how every human can face it not just girls and it's definitely a soft spot in us but we are not ashamed to share it with you guys especially if it's here to really encourage you so sit down relax and let's just ponder and like i said in my last episode i am only using one mic because technology will fail us Um, no matter how much we depend on it it will it is bound to fail us so i'm working on that but still with one mic we are able to capture great conversation and great quality so i'm sorry for that but yes today here i have nicole hi nicole Hi, hi, Pauline Ponder. <laughs> and um. <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself? Give some background about who you are, what you do. Sure. Um, so obviously I'm Nicole. <laughs> um, this is my first time my voice will actually ever like go online. Really? Um, other than social media stories and whatnot, but even then, super limited. <laughs> I believe other than yeah, social media. This is this is my first time. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, I'm glad. I'm honored. <laughs> no, I'm the one that's honored. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I am a freelance amateur model on social media. Um, even though I really don't think I can give justice to that title yet at mm. all. Um, if me you guys, <laughs> oh, me too. So, um, I'm currently studying cardiovascular sonography in my local college. Um, I'm turning 21 soon, so I can not really like embrace it because I'm not really about that life. But it's right, cool. Right. Um, I'm also a small peruana, and this will give you guys a good image on what I actually look like. Mm-hmm. And I'm only mentioning this because it's actually going to be relevant later in discussion. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, again, I'm very honored to have you. And yeah, so today we were talking about vulnerability, and it's, it's going to be very touchy, but very interesting. And I Absolutely. know we all have felt vulnerable, yeah. um, even guys. And um, I don't know, I think just in girls, it's... It hits us very emotional because we're just emotional human beings, really. Logically speaking, we're biologically, yes, it's it's inevitable. Yes, very. And um, I mean, just how history has been, and just how the females have been perceived over the years. And I don't want to go like totally feminist because I don't proclaim myself as I wouldn't because I wouldn't know everything about it. I just you know everyone has should have the 
the right to feel, you know, safe and just, like, yeah. equality, man. <laughs> I mean, I get it, too. I really wouldn't consider myself an activist. Right, yes. But I'm most definitely a feminist. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I saw actually in a post the other day mm-hmm. where someone even said they have a likewise mindset as us. Mm-hmm. And they said feminist is just another term for equality. Right. Because we just really want to be equal yeah. to men or whomever, honestly. And it's just more about we don't feel the need to oppress anybody. We don't want to put ourselves in the pedestal that other groups have obviously done in the past. Right. We just really want a lifestyle where it's like, hey, you're a person, I'm a person too. End of story, no and, ifs, or buts. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I totally preach that all the time. I mean, not like as an activist, <laughs> obviously, right. but just right. if anybody asks, I'm most definitely just an equal person yeah absolutely and even though I'm not like an activist too it's just I feel very burdened if I we don't speak upon things like this and that's why I really push for that's why I really push (laughs) for this on my podcast is is really to talk about things that either people would think like oh you're not really supposed to talk about that or that's kind of weird to talk about taboo I don't know why why keep it taboo we're in 2019 exactly very progressive era yes let's keep it at that definitely yeah so back to the topic of vulnerability how would you define it or how would yeah how would you define vulnerability personally um me and my boyfriend were actually discussing this a few months ago actually Mm -hmm. Because, you know, during the beginning of a relationship with somebody, you are trying to, like, lift off from the highway as a plane, Mm -hmm. but you're kind of, like, wobbling a little bit, trying Mm -hmm. to see and have a feel of how you're going to lift off. Mm -hmm. Um, He mentioned, hey, you know what? Let's just be completely open. And openness is vulnerability. So just... Take off any mask, any makeup you have. Obviously, you don't need to <laughs> externally-wise. But, right. you know, internally-wise, really capture the fact that you are your own person and I really just want to get to know you. Yeah. So totally. being vulnerable, I would say it's just taking off all your internal makeups. Totally, yeah. Uh, basically, that's the same thing I was thinking. And vulnerability is kind of putting down a guard and really letting the person kind of um, look inside of you, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am not a very like astrologist type of person, mm-hmm. but I do like really find my my sign to be very like relevant and like <laughs> right. Like I'm a Scorpio, and uh, one of the things um, Scorpios are known for is they're they're very guarded when it comes to like trust and trusting someone and letting yeah. people know certain things. Yeah. Um, for me, it's weird because. There is a balance, because obviously I have a podcast. I'm very open. You kind of have to be. (laughs) Yes, Um, but I'm very selective sometimes in terms of not like I'm not going to share it to you any time, but it's just like there's there's like a process. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to open off the bat. Um, but I'll also do it in whenever I feel comfortable. So there's moments for places, you Mm -hmm. know, times and forgot the actual saying. It's like there's a time and place for everything. Exactly. There we go. Yes, (laughs) that's exactly how I I see life. Everything happens for a reason and at specific times. Absolutely. Yeah. So how vulnerable are you as a person or has it changed over time? Oh my god, absolutely. (laughs) Yes, it has. I mean, anyone who I'm close to, I'm pretty sure they can vouch for me this past year. Mm -hmm. I mean, even my mom 
my mom and my adoptive grandmother, Ligia, they both have mentioned at some point in time that I was starting to bud. Even my manager at work did too. Hi, Oshina. Um, <laughs> they all mentioned that I'm starting to bud, and I was just like, what does that mean? <laughs> and they're just like, well, that means that you're in the process of starting anew. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that because, well, A, I got out of an extremely abusive relationship, mm-hmm. and B, at that point in time, I, I mean, I still go through post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. through certain things that happen in life, but... Like, everything just kind of happened. And, you know, when you just finished a whole entire war, not just mini battles, you know, mm-hmm. you just are kind of shell-shocked. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I went through the whole depression. And I'm, I'm still going through it, don't get me wrong. But I butted at that point in time. And from that point in time up until now, I mean, all the really motherly figures that I have, they have all told me I blossomed. Mm-hmm. and my friends have seen it too I am so happy and content with life all I ever wanted with life is peace mm-hmm. and I don't have it completely yet no one does I'm 20 yeah. it's not going to happen anything <laughs> not a soon. thing at all <laughs> no but I definitely know I am on a strong steady path towards it and That's awesome. everything looks so crystal clear for me here mm-hmm. I mean most things at least you know right and I feel I have definitely shown that I can be myself and being myself is being vulnerable going again with you know it's your internal makeup that you're taking off right and I mean I definitely burned a lot of bridges with people that are just not toxic or that are toxic to me that are not going to help me or Mm -hmm. that are in the same level or less of me you know yeah not to shame anybody it's just I really don't need that in my life right I just want progressive people I want people that are amazing souls Mm -hmm. and that I'm glad to say I'm honored to be their friends. That's awesome. So, yeah, no, I've definitely grown in speaking of just myself, but Mm -hmm. also vulnerable terms because being vulnerable allows you to be self-aware. Yes. And being self-aware, man, that is like... It is it is the most amazing feeling ever and you get to be yourself with another person and you create friendships like me and you. Yeah. I mean the moment that we started talking, we just clicked. Yeah. We just clicked and, and it's we because just, we were very open. Exactly. Vulnerable. We yeah. were both vulnerable to each other about the instances that has happened and we both said, Hey, this really sucks, but we're not alone. Yeah. And that was so awesome. It's like that huge spark and man, I I hope to anyone who's hearing this really anything that you take away from this podcast I know I should be saving this for the end but like honestly I, I really hope you listen the vulnerability <laughs> if you're listening huge. this far that's great keep on this, going I'm sorry I'm really tangent I'm like Ooh. no you're good but, it's good uh, yeah that's awesome yeah and for me personally wait actually I want to ask you that yeah. were you vulnerable in the beginning and then you were closed and then you were open to being vulnerable or yes. yeah. yeah so you're vulnerable so I was like before. naturally already born yeah like really open because mm-hmm. I mean I memorized my mom and dad's like phone numbers and I would give it away to complete strangers <laughs> oh my god I was like hi call me you seem nice you smiled at me oh my goodness. <laughs> and my parents were like Nicole no <laughs> but um well my Filipino family at least they were that way mm-hmm. but um so 
don't know. I was just naturally really open. I thought the best of people, but mm -hmm. then life kind of slapped my face a yeah. little bit and was just like, that's not how life is at all. Actually, yep. it's all different types of shades and tones and colors. So yeah. don't think that it's all a bucket of roses. Definitely. Yeah. But then I grew from that and I feel like it's kind of weird to say, but I'm back to where I used to be. I'm just smarter. Hmm. It's hard because, like, I would say I was vulnerable, too, at yeah. first. Um, but then certain events happened, too, that really made me closed. And the one thing that makes it worse is by you holding it in. And, mm -hmm. of course, in the time, you know, you feel like it's the safest move, move to do. Yes. to Just to keep yourself sheltered and not yeah. to let anybody know. But actually, it's hurt, literally hurting your insides. And um, I think the fears that come with it is that, oh, if I'm vulnerable again, I'll be judged, or if I'm vulnerable again, like, someone's going to take advantage of me. Yeah. These are natural thoughts that we always think about when it comes to being open to people once again. But, you know, we didn't know that it would actually be harming us deep inside. And when I started to be more open, I think it started when I would hear other stories from people I would encounter, how they were open. I think people were the reason why... I do this podcast and yeah. why I'm vulnerable now and that I'm very open because first of all it like reveals that everyone is human like everyone deals with oh something God, yeah. and like when we're so sheltered to ourselves we just think that everything's revolved around us and we're the only ones who experience mm -hmm. it and feel it mm -hmm. so like when we first talk like I'm almost like whoa like you experienced that too yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of cool that's completely what I felt too <laughs> yeah so it's definitely a good thing to be vulnerable mm -hmm. but also what we're going to get into is the different types of vulnerability because it's not very comfortable or yeah or yeah so there's so many levels to it yes yeah. so what we mostly just talked about was the vulnerability of being open and being open to grow as individuals mm -hmm. and being able to grow with other people um so now we're going to talk about the negative vulnerability, I guess. Yeah, the not-so-fun um, part that no one likes to talk about. Yeah, so get your coffee, get your tea, sit down, and <laughs> brace yourself. Take a seat, sis. <laughs> it's Take, about to happen. It's about to happen. Um, and also, I should have said this in the beginning, maybe these things that we were about to talk about may be... Um, it might be sensitive. It might be sensitive, so just yeah. have caution. Um, and if you just feel like it's... Mm, not really uh, something that you'd want to hear then of course I respect that and you can turn this off and go to another episode but <laughs> <laughs> but this is also just real life you know it is so yeah. um, now we're going to be talking about specifically where this topic was originally going to be but we just opened it and made it a little less scary I guess yeah. <laughs> we polished it a bit <laughs> yeah um, so both of us um if I can remember yeah. what we talked about last time, we've both experienced like moments of sexual harassment, sexual assault, yeah. abuse. Mm -hmm. um, so would you like to start in that? Or sure. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, like she mentioned again, if you guys ever feel uncomfortable about this topic, I know I was at some point. You probably were mm -hmm. too. Yeah. I mean, it's a really sensitive topic. It can be a trigger for somebody. Right. You can click to the next episode. Right. <laughs> um, so... When it comes to sexual harassment, oh man, 
So it's going back to my introduction where I said I am a short four foot eleven Latina. I'm also four eleven. Yeah, she's eating. also four. We're both the same height. Yes. That's, and like you wouldn't think this would matter, but it <laughs> does. It does for this episode at least. It really does. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, well, let me just list it out. We're both really petite, obviously. Yes. We are both colored. Yes. <laughs> um, different spices. Different spices. Oh yeah. And on top of that, we are both female. Right off the bat, we are three out of like the five or four minorities that there possibly could be. Mm-hmm. And this creates, I wouldn't say a problem, it's not a problem, yeah. but it can create conflict for people of other groups because, I mean, I feel like we both have experienced endless amounts of sexual harassment mm-hmm. and it gets annoying. Yes. to a certain like you're not even sad anymore you're just numb to that feeling yeah. and you feel really dark about it but you just kind of want to block it off and it just gets annoying at that point in time especially like if it happens a lot and what we're talking about right now is basically um a lot of moments I, i'm sure a lot of girls have experienced such as catcalling or mm-hmm. maybe feeling uncomfortable in, in certain uh, places and just not feeling safe even as far as people just grabbing you yes or like touching you yes that's a big one and her speaking about i know like um, it can happen to anyone any type of body or person yeah. or gender yeah, absolutely. Um, but for us i mean it's we're very vulnerable and this we're is a vulnerability concentrated group that it just is more common you know yeah so a lot of people are larger than us and and we're we're good targets, basically. Basically, um, people look at us and they're like, aha, uh-huh, you guys. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just like, cat. Lo- let's start with cat calling. Sure, yeah. Let, let's Cause there's just slowly but starting. Yes. Yeah. Let's start on... Start it off a little bit easier. Yes. Yeah. So, my experience with cat calling, um, which I got a lot of girls probably experience, like, so all my life, I've had to take like the metro or like the bus or walk places um Mm -hmm. so you're out in the open there's a lot of cars passing by a lot of men masculinity passing by um and almost all my life even i saw my mom being catcalled at a younger age and i was like i saw that too that was so weird it's I was like, huh? Like, well, you I were young. You didn't understand exactly. what that was, right? Yeah, but at the like growing up, I'm like, whoa, like, something about that is wrong. Yes, yeah. and just it's it's not fair that sometimes we have to dress a certain way. Like, we have to cover up when we're going outside, or yeah. always, you know, have something with us, like a like a um, pepper spray, or yeah. like you know, or have our phones constantly in our hand, mm-hmm. our hands, and mm-hmm. like not. You know, just always being aware of our surroundings because we feel like we're going to be attacked or something. And I don't know, it's just not very, it's not an easy feeling to deal with all the time. Like, you know, it's an uneasy feeling because you're just trying to take a walk, trying to go from point A to point B. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, someone is going to say, hey, mama, let me tap that. (sighs) And you just get so uncomfortable. You don't, you're naturally trying not to be rude, but it's like. The moment that you interact with them, they think, for, it doesn't matter what you say, does not matter if you're trying to defend yourself or anything, they think that that's an open opportunity to slide in. Mm-hmm. And man, is that annoying. If you know anybody like that, please bop them in the head. <laughs> please Tell them to educate them. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, and especially, I'm just going to say this, like, like male dominance, like, 
off the bat, they already think that, you know, yeah. they're really above us and that they have this power and um, that we're just weak and, like, mm-hmm. that... I don't know. What are you guys expecting? Like, are you expecting us to say, okay, like, I'll hop in your ride? Or, like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just... You know, there's actually a word for that in Spanish. What is it? Uh, machismoria or machismo. In, in the Philippines, language. too. It's you like, guys wait, what does it mean in your language? So, um, in the Hispanic world, it means basically... They're still kind of a third world country. They're mm-hmm. they're trying their best to like get to our level, like United States. Right. But basically, it means male dominance. It's the whole definition oh. of it. So women are seriously oppressed. They have to do the cooking. They have to do the cleaning. Doesn't matter whether they want kids or not. They are going to have kids, mm-hmm. endless amounts of kids, for the male, not for them, for the guy. And on top of that, they have to totally obey to everything that the male says. If It doesn't matter if it's one guy against four women in the household. Mm-hmm. The women are oppressed, period. The male, wow. even if you are smarter, intelligence book-wise, that is so irrelevant to their eyes because they are right no matter what they say. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in that household. I wasn't allowed to play video games. I wasn't allowed to do sports. I wasn't allowed to be in the fire department because I am a female. What? And I'm expected to always clean. I'm expected to always cook. I'm expected Mm -hmm. to grow a family and be the loving wife that always, always obeys the husband. Doesn't matter about my opinion. Only matters him. It's his world, and I'm just around it. Wow. That's crazy. It's really toxic and And I know that's a lot of homes even now it's a lot of Latino homes and oh my god I can't stand it I know we're a progressive era Mm -hmm. but it's really only in the United States and even then there's only first generational like kids Mm -hmm. from every country and a lot of Latino families are still going through that so it's not even catcalling in the public sometimes it's at your own home Mm -hmm. with complete like strangers that are family friends it's so annoying very sad <laughs> that's crazy yeah yeah so i think you can already tell by like our voices and just the way we're explaining things like totally. that's what vulnerability really sounds like i think it's just like feeling like you're weak and like you're boxed up you're exactly and, and like you're, you're cornered yep yeah you have no room for makeup or any like defense you're just vulnerable yeah and um, I guess specific catcalling events like I've dealt with is just like people stopping in the middle of the, first of all, it's a busy road and you'd stop and like, yeah. or either, you know, you know that, I don't want no scrubs, that song, like oh. the passenger seat, like that guy is calling, you know, just calling you and like, um, I have instances where like someone like stopped in front of my house oh my and like, I tried to act like this wasn't my house, so but I was already approaching it. Yeah. But, like, he wouldn't leave, and I just wanted to get out of the situation, so I just had to go in my house, and, like, like, I looked like I was mad. Like, that's what you have to do, by the way. Like, females have to act like they're tough, that they don't want to be bothered, mm-hmm. and, like, but, like, when I once I closed that door, like, I, like, let out a breath, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, that was, like, crazy what just happened. Like, I can't believe that happened to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, with vulnerable. So it is common. And it doesn't even matter. Well, it's less common in bigger groups yeah. if you're, like, in a group of friends. Mm-hmm. But even then, I remember I was just walking out with a group of females for business reasons, and they started getting catcalled. 
they were gorgeous. I mean, they were also dressed appropriately. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. they were business casual. Mm-hmm. And eh, I get it if you're naked in the public. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's <Okay>. some questions. <laughs> right. It's very questionable. <laughs> yeah. Whatever yeah. you do, you. But yeah. You gotta expect certain things too. You know? Exactly. Expect. Uh, that's another thing. We have to like also dress really bummy mm-hmm. if we're going out to public places. Yeah. Or just not look that approachable because. God forbid we wear like a nice shirt that, first of all, is not see-through. Two, it might just be form-fitting, like just a tad. Right. Or three, it's just a a low Mm V-line. God forbid that apparently makes us like wanting to be courted by somebody. I mean, that's the thing. Like we always talk about this in my uh, psychology class because my teacher is like really, really a feminist, and but like her views are so true. Like. Like, um, it's not that we have to teach girls to dress a certain way or, you know, um, it's that why don't we teach men or not just men, like everyone that, you know, to respect people. Exactly. And I don't want to point to like certain cultures or ethnics where it's more dominant. Like it's just everywhere, you know, and it's just more stronger in stronger cultures than others that's just you know how it is and there's always going to be a good and a bad group in every group Mm -hmm. you know it's just inevitable yeah so that's one part of you know vulnerability when it comes to that and um i guess we can move on to like the extreme time where we felt vulnerable and in my case was actually uh, sexual assault assault is like the physical physical aspect but of it. yeah so harassment is just verbal, verbal. Yeah. okay yeah so aside from all the the great amount of harassment there was an incident with um with assault and actually i don't think my mom knows this but she was there but i never i don't think she ever saw it so with my story um I was in, I actually wrote an essay on this and I actually got a good grade. I was like, I better get a good grade because this is me <laughs> opening up and being vulnerable. Oh. Anyway, so back to the story. I was in the train with my mom. I was probably around 13, 14, yeah, 12 or 13. Yeah. And um, it was very crowded. Um, so there was no seats that were right next to each other that were open. So I had to sit in a different spot while my mom was like on the other side of the train. And so there was a, older individual who was right next to me like while I was sitting he was in the, the lane or the yeah the aisle and then of course it was kind of crowded so you would expect people to be kind of bunched up so I felt like someone was like kneeling against my arm yeah. but I didn't take much you know thought into it because I just thought it was like crowded you know um, and then he like I felt like a hand on my shoulder and um, I did have like, and I was young, like it's not like, you know, I have much down there when I was young, but it was kind of low, like my shirt. Um, And then like I felt his hand like slowly going down my shirt. And a lot of you guys are probably thinking, well, I hope you're not, hopefully you're not thinking, he's like, oh, if you weren't wearing that shirt, stop there. (laughs) Okay, just stop there. Um, I was freaking 12, 13, I didn't have these in mind. Or you're thinking like, why didn't I say something? Why didn't I scream? And this is the thing, like, if you've ever been in this this, um, situation, situation, you freeze up. And some of you guys may be like, oh, you're overreacting. Like, I would have done something. No, like, you actually freeze up. And a lot of cases of rape victims actually say they freeze up and the cases never go through because that's not... 
It's not valid, apparently. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Um, no. But it's true. A lot of cases, they just freeze up, and that's how it is. Um, I mean, so that's exactly how I felt. You're not taught to deal with these type of things. Yeah. No one ever tells you. I mean, moms can do their best and tell you, just don't do this, don't do that. But mm-hmm. they don't tell you what to do if that happens. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm, I've also had my share of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And I didn't speak about it, but I didn't speak up about it mm-hmm. in certain cases or I didn't do anything about it in certain cases, but that was when I was younger. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not stopped. Mm. I mean, it still goes on. Mm. I mean, just the other day, I was... I'm going to talk about something less extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the market. I was just going there for five minutes to grab um, Yakult, yep. the, the little yogurt drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just going to go in, go out. I knew exactly where it was. I was going in. I, First of all, I didn't dress slutty. Sorry for my <laughs> French. But... <laughs> I didn't do that, and I was just having a normal t-shirt, normal work clothes. I go in, I grabbed it. Then I see two Hispanic males, older, older. It's always the old ones. Yep, yep, that old guy touched me too. And, like, Ugh. they both, like, kind of cornered me to the milk aisle because that's where the occult was, and they knew I was Latina. Mm-hmm. So they started speaking in Spanish so no one could hear them. Mm-hmm. And they, one of them, like was just like come to my place and I was just like excuse me and I always carry um, pepper spray on me for this reason and I never really had to use it up until that night so what happened was is I was being cornered he said come to my apartment and then I was just like excuse me and then the other gentleman not a gentleman the other guy Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) he was a little hesitant about it. He knew it was wrong. Mm -hmm. And he started going a little bit more forward. And I like just flat out got my pepper spray and I just looked at them. The one guy that was like stepping forward stepped back a little bit. But the other one just kind of started coming towards me a little bit faster and Mm -hmm. I instinctively just sprayed him. Because what the heck, you know? And the other guy was about to like come after me too because the guy on the ground now um he was yelling like a lot of curse words i don't mm-hmm. know do you do curse words yeah. mm, i don't oh that's okay yeah that's okay no so he was yelling you can a lot imagine of curse words. <laughs> yeah you, he was saying a lot of bad stuff guys. <laughs> he said like grab her and then oh the other guy was about to go to and i i still had the pepper spray so yeah. i just kind of turned a little bit and i ran as fast as i could that was, it all happened in under like three minutes probably, probably. Yeah. but you do freeze out. I still kind of get it a little bit. I still get yeah. a little scared and just what the heck, you know, they wanted to grab me. They wanted to take me to their place and it was not just one person. It was two adult males. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I mean, oh, dude. Mm-hmm. it's really stupid. Yeah, it is really stupid. I'm sorry you went through that. That's You can't even say, like, it happens, because that sounds yeah. awful, but, like, it does. Like, deep in our heads, like, when it's happening, like, catcalling, because it happens almost on a daily, like, you'd have to say it happens, because it's so, like, it happens all the time. And it's extremely common. And I don't know one woman that has not been through that. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I don't know, like, 
you can easily tell people, you know, respect women, yeah, but it's like... But do you actually? Yeah, and it's not even just in harassment like this. Like, it's with every intention you have with any person in life, like, whatever you say to someone, however you treat them, like, you know, I think... Do you feel hesitant about a certain action? <laughs> really? <laughs> Probably you should rethink about yes. it for, like, a solid week. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, because I think it's in every bad decision, whatever, um, towards a person, like... We're kind of like narcissists for a moment and just only thinking about like, you know, ourselves or our benefit or yeah. whoever feels like they have a power over women and be like, yeah. you know, if she's going to submit to me or have the mindset that, you know, it's, you know, she's going to say yes to me anyways. Like, that's right. not how it works. No, I'm sorry. It's, it's like, it's not. It's looking for compatibility. Yeah. Then that's completely different. That's relationships. But if you just want to have an affair with somebody, there's also proper ways to go about that. Yeah. <laughs> there really is. Yeah. And it's just that situation where it's like, it's hard. It can't, obviously can't be fixed in one day. But mm-hmm. the the one thing that can actually help is if we were more people were vulnerable, like us right now, yeah. like other girls open. It is a hard thing to actually share, but it's we, completely difficult. Yeah. Not everyone can do it. And I totally yeah. respect that. Um, but I think if, every, uh, if more people were open about it, then more people will be aware of such situation so I think that's like the only real solution is to be vulnerable to the world to let everyone know so um definitely has to start with us mm -hmm. has to start somewhere yeah and this is not just us like ranting our personal stories it's like letting you guys know and you'll be able to share it with others and um hopefully you'll be able to open you know yourself to be vulnerable about any situation that makes you feel like you really want someone to take yeah. something out of this podcast hopefully you're still listening 35 minutes in <laughs> really has it only been 35 minutes yeah but that's we did a lot in 35 minutes we did we covered a bit yeah so do you believe that being vulnerable is a strength or a weakness or maybe both i like that you added both <laughs> yeah like yeah because honestly yeah it is both mm-hmm. i feel strongly about that because well it's a weakness because man is it hard to get there Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong i still keep my walls up but that's for complete strangers really right i definitely lessen the group of people that i'm vulnerable to Mm -hmm. it's just to anybody that i consider a friend i don't have a fine line between friends and acquaintances there are no acquaintances Mm -hmm. it's more of like i'm either friends with you and i'm just completely open about myself to you or you're a stranger to me Mm -hmm. and I make that very clear to absolutely anybody, and they can all vouch for that. Yeah. And well, vulnerability, that is a weakness in getting there, mm-hmm. but it's also a strength, like you said, because it's a strength in, in the sense of once you actually get there, you create the most soul good soul food type of relationships. Mm. like your relationships, your whole life, your whole views about everything start shifting and you get more self-aware and there's so many like little branches that you start rooting off and Mm -hmm. those little branches have different aspects that are seriously significant in your life. They're going to shape who you are and you're going to start really loving yourself. Yeah. It it all connects. It's all like coming around. Mm -hmm. Yeah for being vulnerable like it does take a process but 
feel like if you're slowly building up that good vulnerability, like you'll feel a, a lot more powerful. Uh, for instance, I had a, a incident where this guy after school, like how they had the audacity to <laughs> come approach me. Um, I saw him already and heard him already following me. And I, was, I oh, stopped creepy. at my bus stop and it was in front of um, my college at MC. So mm. he was walking towards me. I was like, I already know. And before those moments of him approaching me, I thought about every single time I've been catcalled, like before then. It's like, it was like as if time like kind of slowed down. And even if you were vulnerable before, like all those incidents before, like it really shapes you to become stronger and to learn from those situations. Mm-hmm. So I'm very proud. I put this on Instagram, like, hey, you know, you're really beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And I, I said it off the bat, like, I do not want to talk to you. And he's like, oh, you don't want to talk to me? I'm like, no, I don't. And he's like, why, you got a boyfriend? And I was like, yeah, I do. Even before, like, I ever had a boyfriend, like, I would say I have a boyfriend or whatever. Oh, my God, Diana. Yeah. And then I was just like, I don't want to talk to you. Please do not disrespect me. He's like, how am I disrespecting you? And then just, like, that moment, like, I wanted to be like, really? <laughs> but I was like, I just don't want to talk to you. Please turn around. And like, if you have to say no more than once, like, okay, the first no, yeah, I get it. You're just trying to, right. You're testing your waters, see if you could have a chance. It didn't work out. That's fine. Yeah. But if you have to say no multiple times, mm-hmm. that's a big sign that there's some type of disrespect, some type exactly. of level of it going on. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't need to say no multiple times. You shouldn't need to defend yourself multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was just surprised like just me myself being able to even after the first no the second no like like I was able to still have that kind of sense of power that I never really felt in a while or ever so he obviously like was ashamed because he did it in front of his like his friends and like he turned oh, around man. and had the walk of shame which I was so <laughs> proud about like it, it would su- it sucks to have these incidents happen to you but over time hopefully you would take it and hopefully like become stronger because of them you know no means no, you guys. Just yeah. making sure yes. all you know this. Yeah, I've seen a lot of videos now like of parents um, teaching their kids like no means no in any that, situation. That's like, amazing. Yeah, which I really push for. I'm living for the... Yeah, like even if they're hugging their like little sister, like it's a... Um, you know when you ask a baby, like, can I have a hug? And if they say no, then that's respect, how you respect that. that. Yeah, and yeah. that's where it starts from little ages. So I yeah. think it's just teaching uh, our offspring that respect is very important. So absolutely respect and vulnerability as a whole in our community and like in our world, not just like for girls perspective, but like, would you say this world um, in general or America is vulnerable? I know that we are trying to be. Mm -hmm. I most definitely have hope in us that we are. I think that sometimes we just go about it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. definitely different ways to do it. There is no... You just got to do A, B, and C to be vulnerable. Ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely not how it works at all. It's yeah. totally customized yeah. for who you are. No one is going to be the same person ever, not even a clone. And honestly, I really feel like we are a progressive era because we are trying. Yes. That is all I could ever, I mean, at the very least, I could ever ask for from absolutely anybody doesn't matter if you did any wrong honestly mm-hmm. the point is is that you're trying to take away from that fix your fix yourself build yourself to be someone you can say you are proud of to be mm-hmm. and being vulnerable is a first step but it's a big leap 
Damn. It's so not going to be small, you guys. It's not easy at all. But I really hope every person can get there. Yeah. For themselves. Yeah. Definitely. I think in America, like, vulnerability, when you bring that term, it, it's like a weak term. Like, America obviously doesn't want to be seen as a weak country, but... I think it's all about like humbling, like everyone humbling themselves down and admitting that absolutely we are all vulnerable in some level, person in leadership and in responsibility. It's like gonna be a weakness. Yeah, every single. I mean, we're human. We are built to have weaknesses. We are so squishy, but we are so powerful at the same time. Yeah, and it's just always a constant competition of who can be stronger, or more dominant than one another. Yeah. Like if we were just open about being vulnerable, I feel like there'd be more understanding and people would have more one-on-ones and not thinking in the back of the hand kind of like a rebuttal like it's always a debate like it's literally always a debate in this country Mm -hmm. and if we just like chilled out and just had like a socratic seminar and like just talk and just like take in everyone's you know weaknesses and it's like definitely be a lot better but we are a progressive era which i'm grateful for yeah yeah i mean if we put ourselves in comparison to other countries in the world we came a long way mm-hmm. and we're going further we're gonna we're gonna go for the first we can possibly do mm-hmm. but i know that well let me just say i'm really really proud of the newest generation just because like i've actually seen kids i mean i have a little sister that's 15 mm-hmm. and she has friends around her age obviously because high school right i know so many kids that are guys in her age group they are so respectful they're so sweet. Wow. They like try to help their mothers out. They try to help their fathers out. Not just with like you know construction work and mm-hmm. like cars and yeah. stuff, but like they try to help out with the cooking and the cleaning and the grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. And they ask like, "Hey mom, are you okay? Are you sad? No, I'm actually upset. Can I talk to my parents? I'm upset. I want to cry." And they cry. Mm-hmm. And that I mean, I'm not I'm not happy over the fact that they're sad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that, like, this This is what we need. This mm-hmm. is what we need. They are being vulnerable. They are learning that. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it is. And, like, I'm so proud because I had to learn that. Of course, I was born with it in some aspects. Right. Life slapped me in the face for a little bit, but I had to learn how to be that way again. Mm-hmm. And the fact that these kids already know right off the bat that, that, that this is okay. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to be a human being. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed to feel happy. You're allowed to laugh and cry. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're genetically programmed too. You're <laughs> yeah. fine. Right. And I think that's where a lot of yeah. harm is, especially um, in the younger generations or just children, because yeah. um, of my studies on like childhood development. Mm-hmm. And um, they're more angry when they grow up because um, they are taught that they shouldn't cry or they shouldn't feel this way. Like. To hold it in mm-hmm. and it's just that anger build up mm-hmm. um so yeah that's when vulnerability has to be shown like and has to be you gotta let someone like release their emotions or else they wouldn't be able know how to handle it properly yeah you know no there's always a right and a wrong way to go about everything exactly wrap up things is there any closing remarks you want to say to those who are listening right now Um, anything you forgot to mention i I think it's all really repetitive yeah like ponders honestly (laughs) 
remember that being vulnerable is not gonna be easy. We totally covered that a lot, mm-hmm. but no one's gonna be able to tell you it's not black and white. Yeah. It's totally different shades. Yes. And on top of that, understand it's okay if you feel like you're not getting it. It's okay if you feel like I need to do this sooner because the point is, is that you are trying. I really hope that anyone that is listening, you find the courage to be vulnerable for yourself because I can reassure you, it's so gonna make you happier in life. Absolutely. Just to echo, like, don't be afraid to show your vulnerable side because you'll never, you never know. Like me and Nicole, like we never knew we would connect. Um, and I think it's just our fear building up that people would judge us or not not be able to relate with us, and that there's no need to say it. But um, speaking speaks a lot. Like on this podcast, like um, from every conversation that we have, it's on the goal of hopefully encouraging and motivating people and hopefully you guys get to t- got to take something with you and if you're in a, si- a situation that's pretty sensitive like what we talked about um always know you have someone there always know that someone is going to be there to support you um you'll never know who you'll encounter in life and um being open is probably the best healing method i think so um i also wanted to add that there is a phone number for sexual harassment oh great um if you want to call 888-342-8545 it is requesting legal help in the whole world and realm around sexual harassment i know me and Colin have been through it so if anyone feels that this is really important and i really hope someone out there finds the courage to do that to ask for help please do so yeah for me i think me too like we just had to deal with it you know we didn't i didn't really think of you know getting help or letting people know it's tough it's scary it is scary you'll never know yeah that's it for today's episode (laughs) thank you nicole thank you for having me you guys remember to check me out on instagram at the nicole roja